For outstanding information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website, betchriscanada.net. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast presented by betchriscanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Thursday, January 9th, 2020. And now, live from Las Vegas, the host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. Always worth a couple of giggles and always a couple of winners. Hopefully a lot more than a couple. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas, Cam Stewart, north of the border. I'm going to give you the whole country. That's what I'm going to do. Just north of the border. (laughs) It's Cam's world and we're all just living in it. It's not not my world, Brian, but thank you. But... uh, yeah, it, uh, things got really interesting. Uh, it's actually funny. The other day, Brian, I, I did some live betting, and I had that over in the Toronto-Winnipeg uh, game and um, with the Leafs, and I tried to, like, hedge because it was a big parlay, but they blocked me off because the game uh, went to they, – they took it right off in overtime in a shootout. That was a little bit frustrating, but had a piece of the Flyers. We're doing pretty good, buddy. Like, that's the thing. Got to fi- find these spots. And I'll tell you something. When we saw the Flyers after a long road trip – and that line, 20, 25 cents. And we talked about it being maybe 50 or 60 cents. My radar went up, and I took a shot with the Flyers, and that was the right thing to do. Oh, by the way, you know, we do this. We love doing it for you, but we do it for each other. The other night, I'm driving to the uh, Golden Knights game. Uh, they're playing the Pens. All of a sudden, I get a from Cam, about 15 minutes to post. What do you think? And I'm like, uh, goals, buddy. Uh, Vegas is on an overheater. Four in a row, six of their last seven. Uh, the second line creating a boatload of chances, and uh, Vegas still having issues in their own end. And, and Flurry's been fighting the puck a little bit. But um, like I said, you know, you follow these things. There's short windows of current form. We do think the games are going to change, generically speaking, here shortly. But that doesn't mean there aren't going to be matchups and games that'll be pond hockey-ish. When teams start to be out of it, the trade deadline's coming, Cam, and who's a buyer, who's a seller? There's a lot of things to consider. Well, that's the thing, and, and hockey's different than any other sport, right? With the extra point, a lot of these teams are in contention. Like, when you look at the teams that are in, then you look at the teams fighting fighting for the last spots. There's mere points that separate these guys, so a lot of teams will look at their situation and go, yeah, we're only a couple points out of ma- making a little bit of run here, so that's the thing. I think we're going to have a lot of buyers. Your team, Vegas, is very close now. One of the uh, Stanley Cup Futures uh, leaders. Uh, I think a lot of people think they could win it this year after getting hosed by San Jose and the referees last year. Toronto, Toronto's on a heater. They're playing good hockey, right, Brian? It's interesting. There's going to be a lot of these teams that just need to shore up a couple positions, and it seems to be the one thing we all agree on, it's defense. Defense is hard to find these days, but these teams really need it, and they could take the next step. All right, my friend, let's dive in. And we love Thursdays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays when you get an yep. army of games. And we start with Arizona and Tampa. Tampa's a $2 favorite. Um, and obviously, they put the Sasquatch foot on Vancouver. Uh, I don't think I'd be going anywhere near that. The total is six shaded to the over. We did say on our Monday edition that Arizona, you got goalie issues. Ramp yep. is practicing again, but it's still going to be Aiden Hill. But to his credit, you know, talk it. They've been a counterpunch kind of team with good goaltending, 
But once he got the goaltending issues, I think it's a sign of good coaching. You know, if you want to sit back and play the style of hockey you're playing with goalies maybe you just don't trust, he said, listen, I'm unleashing the hounds here. And, you know, in, the, in a short window, let these guys have some fun, but take my chances uh, with skill and maybe win some higher scoring games. It's not the way he wants to play, but it's produced three wins in a row, 4-2, 6-2, and 5-2, and it's produced goals. And I don't see anything changing tonight with – a lot of skill on the other side of the ice. I like the over six. I agree with you, Brian. And another thing is we were on the Coyotes that night against uh, the Florida Panthers, and that was a nice dog price. It was just the situation, right? They're, they're, this is a team that really had to figure something out, and we knew they'd come out hot in that game tonight. I'm not interested in laying 200 with Tampa. Where they, will they win? Probably. Uh, this is parlay material or minus one and a half material at, to a plus 130. But uh, Arizona, they got their win. Usually you do the old Florida two-step. They took out the Panthers. I'm not sure if they're going to do that to the Lightning. The Lightning have flipped a switch right now, and they look absolutely lethal. They might be able to get five themselves, five or six, and the total six, and I think Arizona is good for uh, at least two or three. So, yes, over, and I have a lean to the Lightning, but at minus 200, it will be parlayed. Well, and the other thing I would say, Cam, uh, those of you that have been along with us here on the Hockey Betting Podcast, you've been cashing tickets with this angle, and that was Arizona. Uh, we, we had the over, but we had Arizona, too. And that was Florida's first game home from a four-game road trip. I mean, these things just continue. They soldier on. The dad's trip continues to work. Calgary goes 2-0 and on the dad's trip. Um, we'll keep tabs on that. I know the Blues are going to be coming to Vegas with a dad's trip. The Sabres have a dad's trip coming up uh, in the not-too-distant future. So we'll keep uh, tabs on that. Now, Vancouver is at Florida. And the one thing I would say, Cam, when you get whipsawed 9-2, uh, more often than not, you know, you're going to get a team's best effort coming back because their pride was shaken. But you also have Florida in a bounce-back spot after losing to Arizona the first game home, but now they're settled in at home. Um, the, the over almost looks too easy. Uh, I can see Vancouver playing a very simplified game here, uh, trying to bog this game down a little bit. Um, you know, I the over makes sense, but I I'm actually leaning to this game going under the total, and I'm 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 actually going to steer clear of it. There's you know some what? gray areas for me. Yeah, I might I might take Florida. I'm looking at them, but I agree 100. percent And this is another angle that not really angle, just pay attention to kind of what's going on. Exactly what you said. These guys lose. What was it, Brian? Was it seven two or whatever? Nine two. Uh, sorry, nine two. Forgot the other two goals. Yeah, nine two. Eleven goals. The Lightning put up on on uh, Vancouver. They got decimated. Vancouver actually scored the first goal in the game and then just got murdered. I'll tell you one thing. You said it. When this happens, don't automatically think there's going to be eight nine goals like the next time. The first thing they're thinking, Travis Green is going. We're going to play lockdown hockey old devil school hockey and hopefully capitalize on one of their mistakes. I agree a hundred percent. I'm not, I don't think uh, the over is a lock in this game at all. And if you really got the kahunas, you could probably play the under. I think Florida wins like a three to two type of game and it barely stays under the number, Brian, but I, I lean Panthers, but I haven't, I'm not rushing to the window to bet it. Vancouver's going to be in a bad mood. And I'm not rushing to the window to bet this one either. It's Edmonton at Montreal. Montreal's a mash unit. They sure are. Um, Toronto, or excuse me, Edmonton gets the 6-4 win at Toronto, and that was McDavid basically putting the 
uh, turbo boosters on his skates back oh, home. Did we not talk of- about it, Brian? The I know. We talked about it. I'll tell you something. I, I, I don't want to say I'm, I'm not right all the time. Trust me. I've been second place a lot. I think on this very program, and I know my show that I do, uh, Game Time Decisions with Gabe Morenci, I said, McDavid, don't be surprised if he gets four points. He had exactly four points, Brian. We bet that prop that night, but they only offered over one and a half on the books. We scoured them, and I told him to put a little sprinkle on uh, McDavid, too. He, he loved it. He hit it at, at FanDuel. So that's the thing. I wish they'd do that a lot more often. Last night, I will at Austin Matthews score a goal. It was only minus 120. Yes, he will score a goal against the Winnipeg Jets. So, guys, Brian and I, too, will try to throw you in some props. I know I'm more old school. I play more games, but I've been noticing the hockey props. And if you watch the game like we do, uh, so far the hockey props have been very lucrative, Brian. I have to add more props to my portfolio. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. I mean, listen, the props, it's your handicap of the game. And, you know, exactly. you, you could sit there and say, well, if I'm right about the handicap of the game, this guy's absolutely got to be part of the equation. Yeah, no, I've been noticing... Uh, they have uh, the assist props, total points, all that stuff. Sometimes they don't give you exactly what you need, but there's a lot of things. Like last night, another one, like Austin Matthews, I only put like 20 bucks on these, Brian, but it was shots on goal. How's he not going to get like over three shots, three, three and a half shots on goal? I think he had like seven or eight. Like it was just craziness. Like I was just looking at this game going, okay, well, these props really match what I like in the game, a, a back and forth game with Winnipeg and Toronto. And they were good, so hopefully, uh, Brian, we can make some money in all styles. Another game that I was looking at tonight, I was going to get your opinion. Um, I can't believe this line. I'm not going to lay it, but the Boston Bruins, if you've looked, they lost to Edmonton. They've been losing uh, games well, recently, but I'll tell you something. The Jets, after that win in Toronto, the Boston Bruins, uh, uh, if they put in a bad effort tonight, I'll be absolutely stunned. Uh, they'll, they'll, uh, they're they're going to win this game, but I'm not laying 220. I would go nowhere near Boston It'd be a small play on Winnipeg, if anything. Uh, By the way, I'm glad you cashed your prop ticket. I don't know what the hell Hellebuck was doing at the end of that game. Yeah. I I mean, the the shot by Matthews. I mean, two goals. Yeah, I know, but the one that ties it at the end, I mean, you know. Seconds left. I mean, he gets a clean look at it, and it's like he, you know, post to post. It was like he was swimming. It was bizarre. Winnipeg does get the win. But you get Brassois tonight. But I'm with you if you were so inclined to take a little flyer that Boston was playing losing hockey for a bit, and they're a terrific team. And and the win they got, Cam, it was their mom's trip. It was yeah. their moms went to Nashville, and they get a win. I mean, you know, we know that you get that extra bounce when the family's there. We've talked about that angle uh, yeah, I get it. It's back-to-back nights. Persuas no ham sandwich. I, you know, no, I, he's no. You know, he's actually pretty good. When you talk about backup goalies, he could be he can be really good, and he's streaky. It's interesting too. Like they had like uh, Bruin Patriot night the night Edmonton just rolled in there in an afternoon game, and they outplayed Boston. Like it was a joke. Boston didn't even wake up. They were still sleeping. So they haven't been playing their best hockey. But I'll say one thing: Winnipeg, a little bit of bounce in their step. Back-to-back nights, I really want to take... I'm kind of with you, Brian. I want to take the Jets, but I just can't see Boston playing at a bad level for long and laying 220, I will not do. What do you think? Rangers, Devils, it looks like... Well, it looks like we're getting the Shesterkin kid again. He won. He won, won, but it was high scoring. It was. I'd probably say I, I consider this game over the total. And what, what the Rangers are going to do here with these three goalies, 
Um, people are clamoring to get their meat hooks on Georgiev. I don't know that the Rangers take that bait. You know, let's give this kid a short go here, see what he can do for you. But I'd probably lean over the total, to be honest with you. Yeah, the Devils are they're, they're playing a little bit better. They're scoring. The Colorado game, the Rangers, I, the thing I like about the Rangers, you get full effort. Like when I watch this team play, they barely take shifts off. They really, really work hard. They got a lot of young guys on their team, and the veterans that they have are solid, like Pan, Panarin. Um, the Devils playing better hockey. Uh, I'm with you, Brian. Like 3 3, it's tough. These six and a halfs, these are really hard situations, and I'm not blindly betting six and a half because you know what you get in a six and a half game, Brian? A lot of four two finals, four two finals, three two empty netter. That hook's tough, but uh, you get three goals by both teams, then you could be in a real nice situation. It's an automatic over. I kind of lean over as well. Uh, with the side, I might take a shot with the Devils at plus 135. All right. Uh, I, I will make a case for it, Cam. Uh, please do. Hey. <laughs> what, well, your sabers? No, oh, but I, I no. mean, uh, but but not a blind case. No, you know no, what I mean. You are, no, you're 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 coming to the table. You're my lawyer. I'm the defendant. Oh, Brian, I didn't mean to steal those chicken wings from the bodies. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. Oh, yes, you did. Yes, I did. I've got the. Whatever. I've got. I've got. I've got the. I've got the DNA stains all over the wall to prove it. <laughs> That's right. Well, I didn't mean to die in a dash. Well, yes, he did. But what do you make, make your make your case for the Sabers, Brian? I, well, I'm, li I'm listening. Well, I'm not I'm not playing the Blues. I can tell you that. Yeah, no, not a two twenty. Right, Are Saint, you kidding me? No. Now St. Louis is, you know, having an incredible season. The one thing I'll just say about Buffalo, they win two in a row. They beat the Panthers. They beat uh, the Oilers. They had a four one lead on the Lightning and imploded. They should have beat the Bruins and blew it. Yeah. And lost through two, uh, three two. They they just have for whatever reason last year when they were didn't make the playoffs, they beat the Bruins and the Lightning. This year they're zero and three against the Bruins and the Lightning. But Bubbles actually uh, they're still a mass unit, but they made a trade, and you get Michael Frolik comes in, uh, and you know that gives you a little bit of a spark. But I, the the case would be that on any given night, Eichel gives you a chance. The other thing is it is St. Louis's first game home. From a three-game Western road swing, and you know we, we've sat here. How many times have we already told you about teams coming home from a road trip? It's only three games. It's not this real long one. But the, the one other one I would just throw at you that on December tenth, and the Sabers really do play to the level of their competition. On December tenth, Buffalo beat them five-two. Yeah, and the thing about it is, too, I know the Blues are great, and what. I, I, it's just interesting. I have debates with some people. I'm not I getting up for this that, game. That, I, I'm just kind of think like I think they're still a little bit overrated. That's kind of my thing. Like they're very, very, very solid. When hey, I was on them when they won the Stanley Cup, but the numbers that they're getting from the books are just a little bit inflated as as they should be. They're the champions. But I'll tell you one thing, Brian. I will probably be taking the Sabers, but the loss of Skinner and all these other Olafson. Olafson, yeah. If those guys were playing and I was getting the Sabres at plus 165.70, that would be a high unit play for me. But instead, Eichel's got to take these guys on his back and do it. I don't like the way the Sabres play at the end of games. You said it. These guys are gaggers. They can't hold a lead. It's, it's very frustrating when you bet them. But I'll tell you, they might be in a great spot tonight, Brian. I am going to take a long, hard look at the plus 180. The total looks. I, like, I, I would go. Sabers, I would go over. Go over. I would go. Sabers, I would go. You got to go over five and a half. I would go over Four five and a half. I would absolutely go yeah, over, five over five. And a half. I'll go over five and a half. I, I think they got a chance to win the game. So 
in a two-two game, we hit. Uh, you, you know, you know, I like they'll be they'll be hanging around. Let's say five and a half seems low to me too. Uh, they're they're going to probably try to open it up. I I do like the over. We'd like to thank BetChrisCanada.net for their support of the Hockey Betting Podcast. I'm Brian Blessing in sunny Las Vegas. And I'm Cam Stewart in cold Toronto, Canada. If you love hockey and you're in Canada, and Cam is, by the All-Star break, even if you can't stop thinking about taking a vacation someplace sunny and warm, but you don't want to miss out on any of the hockey action, Look for a Bet Chris near your next holiday destination. Bet Chris is one of the leading sports books in the Western Hemisphere, with hundreds of sports betting locations throughout the Caribbean and Latin America. Watch the game at a Bet Chris location. Food and drink specials and VIP lounges are available at many Bet Chris locations. Use the promo code PODCAST when you open your Bet Chris account. Place some bets on your game and collect your cash at the window when the game is over. Bet Chris offers single bets, parlay bets, teasers, and more on pregame and live odds for hockey and all your favorite Canadian and American sports leagues. And Bet Chris offers a variety of team and player props, including futures. Bet Chris offers the best value odds on Canadian and international sports. Use the promo code PODCAST when you open up your account at a Bet Chris location. Deposit $750 or more and get up to a 40% reduced commission on your sports bets, up to minus 106 on single bets and parlay bets. That's the best juice in the biz. So, if you're planning a trip to exotic locations from the Caribbean and Mexico to Peru and almost everywhere in between, the odds are very good. There's a Bet Chris Sportsbook where you're going on holiday. For more information about visiting a Bet Chris location while you're on holiday or to listen to or subscribe to the Hockey Betting Podcast, visit BetChrisCanada.net. That's BetChrisCanada.net. Cam, you're Canadian. When you leave Canada and you're heading south, Use the promo code PODCAST. All right, Nashville, $1.45 at yes. Chicago. Yes, now, would, I'm on would, Nashville. Would you not sit here and say the coaching change? John Hines, first game with a new coach, the, clearly the better team. About, I, it's Nashville or nothing for me. For me, it's Nashville. Um, actually, I think this is the second game, Brian. I think didn't he lose his first game? Yeah, uh, didn't he? Yeah, they lost. No, they lost two yeah, days ago. There's that's, no what, that's what I'm saying. That's what I, mean, I, I like it even more now. So you're telling me we got a new coach, a guy was gas from the Devils. He comes in, didn't didn't play. You know, they played a lot better. Lose. They go into Chicago. Chicago is not a good hockey team. Their wins usually come over bad teams. People are trying to big these guys up. This is actually good for us. People are thinking about Chicago like they can actually play. This line for me, I, I love Nashville. Maybe people will bet Chicago and it'll go down to 20 cents. I'm give, give me the Nashville Predators. If they show up in this game, they win. And I'll tell you something, I don't want to say every game over so far. I wouldn't be surprised if this game went over too. Chicago's defense, their back end sucks. And if Nashville's going to explode tonight, this is the team to do it on. I'm not rushing to, to, to get seven, but I lean that way. But I love Nashville as my side. Now call your butcher. <laughs> Call your butcher and get oh, it over with. Listen, what happened with the butcher last night? He, again, we were going in for a nice salty stick of salami, but Dallas and uh, L.A. just can't get you that stick of salami. Well, yeah, they're, they're, not, they're, not, they're not all going to go over the total. God, no. But, but you've got, you know, Calgary's playing Minnesota. They just played four days ago, and the final's 5-4, and they're giving a, to a total of six. Now, I told you, I mean, have I not said now for – it's been five, I've been five, six weeks. 
Minnesota's not your granddad's Minnesota, right? This is a higher scoring team. And they're higher scoring specifically away from home. Yeah. I like the over. I like the over, too. Uh, this game, I don't know who's going to win the game. I will not lay 50 cents with Calgary. I can tell you that. I'm actually looking at Minnesota at plus 130. That's that's kind of a pretty good price for me in a game that I probably would have made Calgary about a buck 35. You know, I, I think it's a little line value with the Minnesota Wild. You're right. They're, they're not posting six and a half with Wild games. I like the over. And, Brian, I have a lean to the pooch. <laughs> Let's go Wild tonight. <laughs> it's going to be stay lucky and rich. Oh, by the way, back to the Sabres-Blues game for one second. Yes. I mean, the, the old prop, whenever there's a trade, I mean, if there was a prop, Michael Froelich probably scores a goal tonight. And, you know, maybe Eichel runs around, puts a Justin Bieber poster on his face. <laughs> wait, wait, who what is that garbage? I, 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 I hope they do this at the at the All Star game, and Bieber comes in, catches a rut, and gets a high ankle sprain. <laughs> yeah, it's a breakaway, and he trips. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, you've had enough, Brian. No, know what I like about you, Brian? You just want you just want some bacon, eggs, and a vodka to start the morning. You don't need any frills. You don't need any. You don't need any. Oh yeah, that's you gonna just be want it, You just want it nice and simple. That's, oh yeah, the All Star <laughs> Game. I I can't wait. You know, hi, just, hi, hi, Justin, everybody. I'm Justin yeah, Bieber. This, this is great. Justin Bieber breakaways, and we're going to be shooting wrist shots from the standing room only <laughs> section of the arena, and then uh, you know uh, having guys standing and shooting into little tiny nets across the side of the ice. Hey, isn't that fun? Yeah, it's. I'll tell you something too. And we we laugh. Hockey's gaining momentum, and a perfect example last night. You heard the coaches after the game of that Leafs-Winnipeg game. That was probably the best three-on-three overtime, and I watch every game every night in a long time. The chances that they had, and then we had to go to a shootout and watch oh, that. It's, it's like, stupid. Eh, no, it's honestly. And the coach go to three-on-three three for yes. 10 minutes. And I know, exactly. And they if there's are. a tie, there's a tie. Gary, Gary, you know what? A lot of good things are happening. You guys are embracing gambling, the props, everything. You're on a great oh, There, there was some whack-a-mole. I saw them on Twitter. Uh, some, I don't know, some beat writer somewhere somewhere was on yeah. social, social twitter this morning oh yeah well you know there's a reason they don't go to you know uh, 10 minutes to three or three you know the uh the jets aren't going to get to boston until it's two in the morning the wait is Whatever, five minutes if, if they play if they continue to play the five minutes of three on three they're next to no whistles it would be over faster than stopping and doing a shootout. I agree. I mean, with that's you the most 100%. idiotic. That's a dumb argument. It's ridiculous. And guys, NHL people, figure it out. I'm telling you, you it's want exciting. more people to like the game. Yes, it is exciting. What I saw last night, it was spellbinding. Like the action, the saves, the goalies made. Then I gotta, I gotta sit back with a bet that I lose because these turkeys are coming in on. on if, these I, if, I'm at a, if I'm at a game. It's so and, stupid. And it, it, you know, if, would it be continue the three-on-three three shootout, uh, the three-on-three, three, or go to the shootout? When they're going to the shootout, I'm like, I'm looking. I'm snagglepuss. I'm like, I'm beating traffic. I'm, I, ex, I, I'm exit yeah. stage left. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm snagglepuss. Yeah, no, I'm with you, Brian. It's, and last night's game, it's confirmed and it's confirmed it, but no one listens to us anyway. Hope the people listen for the picks, but these guys, hey, NHL brass, just figure it out. It doesn't matter. It's not like these guys are getting on a bus like the Charleston Chiefs. Like things are, planes are moving at a nice level. You'll get there. Ooh, it was, if it's going to happen one one minute, it's going to change your whole life. That's not even going to happen. Brian's right. It takes longer to prepare for the shootout that the game would end. So shut up with that argument. Next game on the board, I like. I'm telling you something. I'm already betting it, Brian. I'm ready to click the Dallas Stars. Put this in your pipe and smoke it. We'll lose to the Anaheim Ducks tonight. 
It's a back-to-back. They barely beat the Kings. Give me Anaheim, plus 115. I'm Anaheim's decent at home. Uh, you've got L.A. at Vegas. Vegas I've already uh, bet, I bet Vegas last night. Well, you have, the, I'm assuming did, you did, did puck line. I did a three-pack. I did a parlay with other, with other big favorites, a, a minus one-and-a-half puck line. You got it, Brian. The whole kit and caboodle. I'm in on Vegas. I'm not laying the 290, but I will parlay it, and I got them in reg, and I got the minus one-and-a-half. All business. It sucks that the Kings lost that game because they kind of will be a little bit more motivated. I wanted them to beat Dallas and then smash Vegas tonight. They don't well, after that Pittsburgh game. I mean, the total to me, Cam. I I'm not going anywhere near near the uh, game over. But, well, you, but Kings don't they open, they opened up six and a half under, and we're seeing six unders. I, I mean, yes. I mean, there's a big move on a total, and there's even a, a five and a half that I'm seeing out there. I'd take it at five but, and a half because Vegas here, might get five. Here's here's the thing: Flurry's fighting the puck. Uh, he is. He really he really is. He's going to be fine, but currently, I mean, he spit out a juicy rebound cam. Subban um, will start tonight. No, it's flurry tonight. They're that's saying, crazy. That's saying it's the, as, it, after it's that some, last game, you got you see. That's where I disagree with Coach Gallant. Like, I know you want to get him back on the horse, but he's a veteran. He will figure it out. Subban's been good. This is when you I do not disagree with it at all. I even thought it was worth See, it was never going to happen because it happened to be Flurry playing against the Penguins. But the reason Subban was good this year was that he was playing and exactly. getting some rhythm. Exactly. Now you're, you're back to this thing where the guy's going to be playing every seventh, eighth game, and it's hard for him. It's, it's, it's almost not fair to the kid. Uh, but the way Vegas is going, and specifically the Pacioretty-Stone line, uh, they're creating chances. The first line struggling. Uh, Vegas still making some mistakes. They're better. They're gone to a, zo- a zone D coverage in their own end has just set them alight. Uh, they're making hay on their home road trip. They came back from a three nothing deficit to St. Louis, and were down three nothing uh, the other night, and almost came back to beat the Penguins. So Vegas is not getting the memo to start fast. No, they're not. I'm actually shocked at this total. Yeah, you know what I'd play, Cam? I'll tell you. You know, you know how I'll play this game? LA. It's yeah. How do tell me how to play this game? Because I want to play it. Oh well, I would I would use and if let me let me see. We might get a, a rare, decent number here. Let me not not up. Um, if the total is and everything is uh, juice attached to the under, I would strongly consider. Because teams have been getting off the vast, fast starts against Vegas. Under first, oh, no, sorry, over, over, first over, over one and a half first period. Yeah, okay. And it might I, only I be, it, it might only be 30, 35 cents. If it is, I'm in on that because I do agree with that. Vegas is coming out slow. They're giving up goals. The, yeah, if LA scores, like say, if, say LA goes up 2 nothing, whatever, I still think Vegas will win this game like 5-3. Um, that's what they'll do. They couldn't come back against Pittsburgh, but LA, that's a whole different story. You take the Kings out of Los Angeles, they're... They're not a good hockey team. Like, they could have beat Dallas last night. They didn't take advantage of their opportunities. Uh, I think the Vegas Golden Knights, after a loss to Pittsburgh, are uh, going to win this game. If you like parlays, the 290 is fine. Find another couple dance partners. But I couldn't agree with you more, Brian. This is the thing, too. Vegas, a good team like them, they don't lay two eggs in a row. They're going to be mad tonight. And I know Coach Gallant will have these guys playing. because. And, Flurry, you said it. For people that don't, don't know, I watch his games. He's not right right now, so... You could take that over at six, but the first period over, I like. I like right. that as well. Uh, two teams I don't trust. Uh, I like one, I don't have, one I don't have a read on. I'm going to throw the sizzling hot potato full of butter and sour cream to you. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I like it. 
sour first I, first I get beers and wings now I get a loaded potato wow Brian guilty is charged it's been, <laughs> it's been a good day I'll take Columbus I, I think it's a remember it's a revenge spot SJ Sharkey went into Columbus and uh, ruined their 12 game point streak I'm going to take Columbus at uh, plus 100 105 in some books I think this is a revenge spot don't love it not my favorite game on the board but it'll be a small unit play I think the Jackets are a better team and I will take them against the Sharks all right, there's three games tomorrow. Ottawa-Detroit, Detroit minus 20. How about that? Pittsburgh at Colorado, Colorado $1.55. I would, I, I would watch very closely. There could be an opportunity to Crosby to play in that game. He's on the trip with the team. The only game I do like tomorrow night, uh, and we will get no total just yet with Arizona playing back-to-back nights. But I, I, you, I currently... You're playing Arizona over, and there's no way to play Carolina anyway other than over and Justin Williams back with the team. I like the over in the Arizona-Carolina game. Yeah, I like Carolina and, and the over in that game. And I'll tell you, I can already tell you right now, I will be betting on the Ottawa Senators against Detroit. Uh, Detroit at home, they shouldn't be favored. I think Ottawa's a better team. They're a grittier team. Uh, Detroit pissing away these games against Chicago and other teams. They could they could have won. This, this team's a train wreck. And I'll tell you one thing from Ottawa, you always get a, a nice response. I'll be betting Carolina, the over in the Carolina game, and Ottawa will make the card for a three-pack. All right, let's go to Saturday. Now, there's something odd about these afternoon games around the globe, but I will tell you this. Uh, Vancouver's at Buffalo. And we'll see what happens with the results between now and then. B- Buffalo is plays really well in the day. I don't know why they just they, do. they should play all day games. They should, but 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 at home camp, uh, this team is is a good team at home. They've they've actually made the Key Bank Center a tough place to play in. They're thirteen eight and two. Um, now the rub you're going to get, and I will tell you this. Let me very quickly, if I can do this. Uh, I know it's coming, and so is Christmas, but I know that I think it's the game after Vancouver, and indeed it is on Sunday. The Sabres in Detroit over the total, you are going to finally see, and it may be the last time you see Carter Hutton is going to play uh, against Detroit on Sunday, and if he does not win, they're going to Rochester. They're bringing the Johansson kid up, or, or, or I believe that's his name, uh, uh, the, the Swedish goaltender they've got. And, and it, this may be the last kick at the can uh, for Carter Hutton. I play over the total in that game on Sunday. I agree. I think they already should have done the move. I have nothing against Carter Hutton. He's just a bad goaltender right now. He, he has no confidence in the net. He, he lets I, a horrible goal game in camp. I mean, just horrible. Uh, maybe two. Like, uh, what, what, it's one minimum, sometimes two horrible goals a game, like horrible goals. Great for totals. Uh, people who bet overs are going to miss them, but uh, that's the thing. And I wish the kid the best because, you know, I, I, I you just don't like to see any, anything like this happen, but maybe he can get his confidence back in the American League and figure it out. Sometimes goaltenders, this is what happens. It's a weird, fickle position. A lot of the time, they need to change the scenery, get their get their head back in it. But, yeah, he's been bad, and I hate to say it, Brian, uh, he will be in the American Hockey League. The Sabres, it's, it's time to see what you got. Look what the, the Rangers are doing with their goaltender situation. Buffalo should think about the same. Hey, Philly's been good at home, and they they actually bucked a big trend, and you were on it, and it was a smart move, and the number was telling you. It was. Where Philly had a long western road swing and played the night before and came home, and it and was won. the first game back from the long road trip. You know what? 
I mean, they basically came home, went to bed, woke up, and played a hockey game. Now you got Philly back home, taking care of the family stuff. This is the first game home from the long road trip. Tampa, yes. I like Tampa big. Oh, boy, yes. (laughs) Yes, I do. Like That's the thing. I was on Philadelphia because of the line. The next game, you got to take Tampa in parlays or minus one and a half, even though that they, yes, I expect them to beat Philadelphia by at least two goals minimum. Um, And you know what? I will throw this goofball one at you. On on Saturday night, uh, let me just double-check Columbus very briefly. Columbus will be in Vegas on Saturday night. Now, this is one of two things here. Uh, this is Columbus wrapping up a long four-game Western road swing. Okay? So their head's kind of going to be on the – so the one thing that's going on in Vegas, and I, and I, I will I just throw this out there. Team's got the license plate where – for two years, they were getting torched in Vegas. Yeah, Vegas is getting everybody's best shot here. Teams are ready to play from the jump. Exactly. Why? Right. So you know what it is, Brian? It's the old Montreal Canadian, Toronto uh, Maple Leafs. For, if you're a French Canadian hockey player, what do you want to do? Bring all your family and friends to Montreal and watch you beat beat up the Canadians, and it's hard for them. What happens in Toronto? Connor McDavid and friends and family come in there and watch you beat the Leafs as a plus $2 dog. Those are tough places to play because half of the league, you play in the Ontario Hockey League, you play in the Q, legendary franchises, and now the same thing's happening in Vegas. People are like, oh, you can't beat Vegas. These guys are amazing. Yeah, that's the thing. Teams are getting up for Vegas now, so join the club. Well, here's here's the anomaly I will throw out. Um, I think Vegas takes these guys to the woodshed. Yeah, and here's why. Okay. But but here's why. Uh, This game will be on Saturday, January 11th. All right? Yeah. Vegas, next home game. Don't look at the schedule. Take a guess when their next home game is. Just take a guess. (sighs) Sorry. uh, So January 11th, their next home game will be January 27th. How about Vegas' next home game is Saturday, February 8th? Wow, that was a bad guess by me. I thought. Oh, well, well no, it wasn't a bad guess. <laughs> and, and you were shading it high. I know you were. I, I was. I was I, leading I, you that I, way. I was in the February first. I was I thinking, said, well, once he get, what's he getting at? It's got to be something oh, stupid. God, they, what they, was it? Eleven game trip? Like what the hell is going on here? Basically, what ends up happening is they head east. Yeah. They get a four game road trip at Buffalo, Ottawa, Montreal, Boston. Uh huh. All star break. Oh yes. Vegas's break, and then Vegas goes back east to play Carolina, Nashville, Tampa, and Florida. Eight games with a break there. Yeah, that's that's gonna. We'll see what Vegas so is all I about. Think they'll, I think they're yeah, gonna they, say, oh, yeah. so "We'll see you guys in a while." They're gonna go out of here. I think they're yeah, gonna. Exactly. I think they're gonna be fired up to put on a little show here and say, "We'll see you guys in a month." It that's kinda, nuts, isn't it? I mean, yeah. that's. That's actually stupid nuts, and I will say this. So, yeah, if the players, they all know that situation, I'm going to be riding Vegas home games even with the juice. I told you I already like them against the Kings. Like, they got to take care of business at home because that's going to be a real tough trip. Well, this is a seven-game homestand, and listen, all of a sudden, you know, five weeks ago, they scored with .3 seconds less against Nashville and turned their whole season around. I was on Nashville. But but here's the thing, bud. They knew they had a seven-game homestand. They had to, you know, they had to make hay here because they were going away forever. But the bottom line is, this is their division to win now. I mean, I, I mean, they'd have to really, I believe, spit the bit to not win the Pacific. I just think it's a bad division. But in a weird way for Vegas, 
I, I, I do say, be careful what you wish for, because I think you're better served to be the second or third seed in the Pacific because you're going to play another Pacific team. If you, They're going to win the division. But you know what's going to end up happening? They're going to end up playing a Nashville or a Winnipeg that was playing playoff hockey just to get in. And the, the second and third seeds in the Pacific are going to be have a much easier time of it when the playoffs get here. But that's a long way down the road. It is a long way down the road. But I, I do like that angle. You're absolutely right. And, yeah, look what happened. You bring up another excellent point. Look what happened to Tampa Bay. They won the President's Cup in Slip Columbus. I was in Vegas watching that, and I told you. I go, I took Columbus in this series, and they got it done, Brian. It's just because of that factor. President's Cup means jack. You want to be hungry before you enter the playoffs, especially in hockey than any other sport, rather than resting because it's a fast game and you get blown off. You you lose, you lose, and you get, uh, oh, my God, what the hell happened? We just got hit by a Mack truck. Yeah, and you're the best team in the league and you just got knocked out in the first round. That's what happens. Well, I will tell you this, man. Like this, The streaks, when you look at the standings, let's wrap it up with this, pal. Yep. It's unbelievable. It's like well, looking at a baseball standings thing in August where you're, the streaks that you're seeing. Arizona's either a winning streak or a losing streak. It's, 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 there's no middle ground. Calgary's getting their act together slowly but surely. I think I think Calgary's going to make a push. I think Edmonton's going to come back to the pack. Vancouver had the seven-game winning streak. That's smoke and mirrors. I don't, I'm not buying that. Winnipeg, all of a sudden, Cam, I will just say this. Good effort against Toronto. Get a W. Maybe the bomb, the bomb goes off again uh, against Boston because there's some weaponry there, but water has finally found its level with this team and that blue line. Winnipeg has got to make a trade. Oh, definitely. Watching, watching them last night, too, Hellebuck made some really, really big saves. Uh, the Leafs, though, I will say this, uh, another team, their defense is horrible as well. And if anything happens to Morgan Riley, they're dead. They've already got call-ups there. And Winnipeg, uh, the, the ga- that game last night, the fact that there was only a 4-3 final, it should have been 7-6. to six. It was played like pawn hockey. Both defenses, I watch it very intensely, Brian, were exposed, and they both have major problems on the blue line. I mean, you know what, but I'll tell you something you want to talk about, Flurry. Just I'll wrap this up. Freddie Anderson's fighting the puck right now for the first oh, time. He can't even stand up. That's the thing. He's having, he's going through a weird uh, situation, and you can't play Hutchison. So the Leafs got bigger problems than people think. I well, bet the funny thing is, a little bit of a homer. You're on the heater. It, listen, cash the ticket and run with it, and it's not their fault. You beat who's in front of you. But it coincided with the coaching change. But I looked at this in about a month ago and said, oh, my God, Toronto's going to go haywire. I mean, literally, you know, when they, after they made the coaching change, you're, you're looking at you know, who are they going to play? I mean, there's a stretch of Edmonton, Buffalo, the Rangers, the Red Wings, Carolina, New Jersey, New York, Minnesota. Uh, you know, it, it was a gravy schedule. And honestly, Florida, New Jersey, Calgary coming up, Chicago, Nashville, Dallas, but then here you go again. Ottawa, Florida, New York, Anaheim, Montreal. Um, the schedule is just at the right time falling right for the Leafs. And, you know, they're making the hay and they're getting the points and all that matters is to get in. But they got to fix this defense. It's a disaster. It is a disaster. Like, there's no way with this defense in its current form they can go to the Stanley Cup. They might be lucky to win. They might be lucky to win a series, and that'll be tough because it's well, just. Well, they're going to play Tampa or Boston. What yeah, are you talking about? Uh, no, no. They, 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 yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Excellent point. I mean, I mean how, sad, how sad is it? That's how another sad, problem. How yeah. sad is it if, if you're Toronto? And you're rooting to play Tampa in the first round because you can't beat Boston. 
This is the year I think they can actually beat Boston. Yeah, uh, I don't know about Tampa. I think oh, it's they, reversed this yeah, year. Yeah, I, I agree. That's what I'm going to say. I think Boston has shown me weakness in, in their game. I worry about Pasternak. He's a beast, but their stars are getting older. They've had injuries on the blue line. This is the one year I think the Leafs would want to play Boston. Against Tampa, if Tampa's healthy, they'll get murdered. All right, my friend. We love it. <laughs> I we went through a lot it. today, Brian. Woo-hoo. Yeah, man. Well, the, starting to sweat, so we must yeah, be talking pretty well, fast. Well, the butcher's in play. The, we know the butcher's in play. <laughs> salami. Yeah, yeah, the butcher. I, I, I went from the salami stick. I reached in. He slapped my hand and gave me a big log of tofu. It was a, it was very very frustrating, but thanks for taking care of me at the bar. Blessing, I appreciate. Hey, well, what was in the Seinfeld episode? What? Well, remember when 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 Kramer borrowed Elaine's meat cutter? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was using it for everything. He yeah, yeah, yeah. He was cutting cold meat. cuts. He was hanging salami. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Now, trust me, and I, I'm I'm not. I, I I would love if somebody gave me a meat slicer for a gift. I would love it. I love I love cold cuts. I just I'd be working that thing so hard, Brian. My biceps would be just peeking out, man. I'd uh, just rocking that. Is, is that Ron Popeil guy still kicking? Uh, I think he's passed away. Uh, the, the 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 pitch man that you're looking for. Hi, everybody. I'm Phil Swift for Flex Seal. You know, like where he's going through that little boat where there's like, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to ride a boat that's held up with tape in the Everglades as I got some gators just staring at me, wanting <laughs> wanting to tear me to bits. Uh, you wouldn't catch me dead in that boat anyway. Yeah, he's the latest. Well, no, uh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Uh, I don't. I haven't seen Rob Popeil. I just maybe he's uh, no, no. He's, he's off he, the info, infomercial game. I see Phil Swift. He's my well, guy. no. I, you know, uh, he's eighty four. Good for him. No, good. Oh, very good. Get Cam the slice and dice two thousand. <laughs> exactly. Actually, I need a. I use my other uh, uh, Actifry so much it like <laughs> it broke. So uh, Lisa's getting me an air fryer. <laughs> that, that's that's the next purchase. Uh, Got to be clean. She doesn't like when I uh, dip the wings in, in in the hot oil, Brian. Dangerous. I almost burned down my place one night. Oh, uh, good. Well, so drink, clearly, drink, drink, drinking and deep frying don't mix. So we'll wrap it up with this. Are you telling me you're back? You're you no longer. Are you having broccoli and kale omelets? Oh, I'm back, Brian. I'm back. Are you back? I'm back, buddy. That eating healthy thing lasted ten days. Not about that. I still have, I still have vegetables, but I'm hey, getting buddy, back to my old. You know milk. what? I, uh, the, 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 let me just leave. The, we we sit here and we try, we try to give winning advice. Let me give you some advice, pal. Eat all the wings you want. You Thanks. Know, you want to gnaw on a prime rib? Go nuts. It's it's the guy that's a vegetarian his whole life, and he goes to the gym, or he buys himself a Peloton, and he rides his little bike, and then he you know he walks you know and and he eats the garbage. He eats, he eats the lettuce all day, and then he walks outside, steps off the curb, and a bus hits him. Wouldn't you have much rather have had a steak sub and a hot fudge sundae and at least went out having enjoyed the day? You're right, Brian. I want to go down swinging, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, man. You're the best. It's hard to get off. Uh, you'll be seeing me soon, and you won't be saying I'm the best, but it's been a slice, buddy. Let's it's have been a slice. Been a slice. Yeah. yeah, it has been a slice. <laughs> have there a good you one, go. Brian. Hope, hope you hit some winners, buddy. Have a great weekend. Thanks for joining us on the Hockey Betting Podcast. You've been listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. For outstanding information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website BetChrisCanada.net. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. 
Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling, an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.